Just because you can doesn't mean you should. This is especially the case when it comes to your own health and fitness because we're overloaded nowadays. We have so much choice. We have so many options. There's this paralysis of, well, it can go one way. We can be paralyzed by the fact that we have so many options to improve our health and fitness, or we can go to the other extreme where we take it all on board and we believe everything and we do or attempt to do all of the things at the same time. So you've got like two extremes. Don't do anything, do everything, okay? And ideally you're somewhere in the middle. Um, when it comes to your own health and fitness, I think the simple approach is always the best. Rather than taking on board everything, rather than overhauling everything in your life in one fell swoop, you know, we all know that it's not going to happen, whereby, I don't know, say you turn this switch on Sunday night, and it's like, okay, this week I'm going to be good from Monday, is what we all say, right? I'm going to be good this Monday. You turn that switch, Monday morning, you've got your lunches packed, you're having a good salad, you're um, being good, you're going to hit the gym five times this week, you're going to do your exercise, you're going to do the steps, you're going to meditate, you're going to um, take the stairs at work, all of those things. You're going to eat clean, you're going to eat healthy this week, um, there's so many things going on um, and all the whilst you know you've got up extra early, you've done all the good things and day one, fabulous. Day two, you're still going, all of these extra plates you're juggling, brilliant. Day three, yes I've got this. Day four, beautiful. Day five, man I'm knackered. I can't be dealing with doing all of this stuff and the reason is just because you can do all of the things doesn't mean you should. For one, um, it's just setting yourself up to fail. But secondly, so many people, even though it's, it's common sense really, I'd say, to not take this approach, to not take this all or nothing approach, so many people still do it week after week, month after month, year after year. And you've got to ask yourself, why is that the case? Even though we know it's not going to work, why do people still do it? Why do they take the approach whereby, because I can, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to track all my food. I'm going to um, hit the steps. I'm going to sleep really early, I'm going to do all of the things all at once and your brain is like, what is going on? I don't like change, I'm going to make this really difficult for you um, and very, very few people can keep that up. So rather than doing that, give yourself a bit more leeway, give yourself some flexibility and be kindly to yourself. Don't set the expectation that you're going to change your life overnight. Your life changes by doing small, simple things 
over and over and over and over until they become habitual. I'm going to bang this drum all day long for as long as you listen, okay? Don't take the all or nothing approach because it doesn't work. And I'm saying this now in 2020 and I've been saying this for the last six years and people still do it. So it's like, it's the psychology. Why do people take the all or nothing approach? And one reason is because they don't want to believe that it's that easy that taking a simpler approach of tackling one thing and doing it well and ingraining into your day would actually work. Surely something that simple couldn't work. It has to be complicated, right? But also by making it complicated for ourselves, we're also giving ourselves a bit of a back door, a bit of a get out of jail card in terms of, oh, if it doesn't work, then it's because it was too complicated. Whereas if you keep it simple, you keep it down to one or two things, then it's going to be much easier to handle, right? Like adding in or changing one thing and just keeping that up until it becomes something that's ingrained in you is always going to be easier than adding or changing seven things and then like not being able to keep all of those seven plates juggling. It's no surprise really, is it? It's no surprise. So my two pence, my advice is to not take the all or nothing approach to think about the fact that just because you can do all of the things, you don't have to. It's much better for you, for your mental health, for your um, already busy lives, if you only change one, a couple of things at most, and just stick with them. Stick with them long enough for them to actually start changing your life. Don't do it for a couple of days and then quit. Where, where's the, you know, you're not going to get stellar results unless you put in stellar effort, right? And the stellar effort doesn't have to be monumental. It can be as simple as the accumulation of doing one thing every single day, right? The power of habits is so, so strong, especially for us. We are we are creatures of habit, okay? Um, I always come back to the driving the car example. At first, it was really difficult to think of all the things, but now, some 15 years on, or however long ago that I got my driving license, um, now, I can't remember actually driving a car in terms of, you know, I'm not putting it into the process of <coughs> splitting it out into all of the things I have to do before I move the car. I just automatically do it because I've just been banging away, chipping away at it, practicing regularly, doing it every single day pretty much for the last however many years so that it's become ingrained. And the same applies excuse me, the same applies to anything else that you're trying to change in your health and fitness in terms of helping you feel fitter, healthier and happier. So where in your life are you doing too much ultimately? 
Where could you pare things down? Where could you make it simpler? Where could you be kinder to yourself? That's the question to ask. Just because you can, definitely, definitely doesn't mean you should.